When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So, yeah, I used the savings from switching to Progressive 50 years ago to finally buy my dream car. It's a self-driving flying car, but we just say self-flying now. You know, because it's the future, and cars fly in the future. So switch to Progressive and save big because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Wes Mitchell. Will Muschamp held his weekly press conference today. South Carolina getting ready for a 7 o'clock kickoff this coming Saturday night at Mississippi State. And, Wes, uh, we know Mississippi State was a major upset victim last weekend. They lost to South Alabama. And uh, Muschamp talked about that a little bit today in the presser and said that uh, Mississippi State will feel a sense of urgency this week and they're going to play like a different football team. Yeah, you know, he sort of, um, in a lot of ways, shies away from talking much at all about South Carolina's opponents and sort of, you know, their, their thought process going into a game. He, he generally focuses just on South Carolina and, and what his team's going to have to do, what his team's going to have to do to prepare but, you know, I think he, he said for South Carolina as a team that they cannot really look at this first game for Mississippi State and look at that film and, and take anything away from that. You know, I think he expects a different team for Mississippi State on the field. And I, I really think that, uh, you know, even though he wouldn't say that, you know, this game will mean more to Mississippi State because they lost, I, I think there is always a little bit of sense of um, – you know, you're not going to see a team overlook South Carolina after they just lost to South Alabama. You know, South Carolina's a team that's not gotten really, honestly, any respect at all from a national media standpoint, from an SEC media standpoint. And that's something I think South Carolina can use, you know, to its advantage as far as having a little bit of a chip on its shoulder. But uh, I think you also look around and sort of say, maybe there's a chance along the way that South Carolina sort of sneaks up on a team with Mississippi State. Obviously, I don't think that's going to happen. Right. Mississippi State certainly seeking redemption after this loss this past weekend. and A win in the SEC opener would give them at least a little bit of that and get them on track as far as conference play is concerned. So you got to believe they're going to be hungry. But now, you know, I think the prospects for this game for South Carolina look a lot better now, West, than maybe that we thought they were back in the summer. Well, yeah, you know, I think you look at a team that lost so much of its, of its production offensively, uh, you know, Dak Prescott was like 73% of their offense last year. That That's ridiculous. You know, I think you look at what they do offensively, so much of that scheme is, is sort of based on the quarterback. There's so much on the quarterback's back that, you know, the quarterback has to perform. And I, I think they've tried to sort of take a little bit of that off their current quarterbacks. But to do that, you know, you've got to get more – uh, playmaking ability out of the, the rest of the running game, the, the running backs. The offensive line has to play a bit better. And I, I watched them against South Alabama, and I didn't necessarily see that. You know, they have traditionally, uh, or I say traditionally, but the last couple of years, Dak Prescott has been so much a part of their offense that 
they've not had to have that production from the rest of the offense. And now it's, it's really catching up to them because, uh, you know, Prescott was their leading rusher uh, last year. They're, they're starting – or not their starting quarterback, but the guy who took over for their starting quarterback, Damian Williams, who was sort of strongly in that battle to be the starter. He was their leading rusher on, on Saturday in that loss as well. So, you know, this is a team that I, I think if you look at South Carolina and you look at a very, very base game plan as far as what does South Carolina have to do to, to slow down this offense, you say, A, uh, you know, keep the quarterback in the pocket and basically uh, make him try to beat you himself. And, and to do that, you also have to defend on the perimeter, get off blocks and make tackles because this is a team that will screen you to death. Watching that game Saturday, didn't get the sense that they were able to threaten the ball vertically down the field much. Either a receiver runs the wrong route, uh, there's miscommunication, quarterback makes a bad throw, receiver drops a pass. They were just not in sync with the downfield passing game. So. If you take away the perimeter stuff, you know, the horizontal passing, if you keep the quarterback in the pocket and don't let him kill you, that's a pretty good formula for success against this Mississippi State offense. Wes, there was so much talk about the quarterback position going into the opener last week with Vanderbilt, and, you know, however you choose to slice it up. Perry Orth led the game-time touchdown drive in the fourth quarter, and he also led the the game-winning drive that led to the Elliott Fry field goal that won the football game in the last minute. So Orth will start. Muschamp says that McIlwain and possibly Jake Bentley will still be in the picture, but Orth is the starter this week. Yeah, and I think rightfully so. I mean, we, as we talked about really all offseason, you know, there's always this constant push from people to go ahead and get to the youth, to get to the young guy and see what he can do. And then I think we just have to keep remembering these are true freshmen. You know, these are guys that are going to have to take some bumps along the way. They're going to have to learn as they go. And I, and I didn't think McIlwain played bad. I'm not saying that he did, but I, I think you just have a little bit more of an open playbook with Perry Orth out there. You have a little bit more of a downfield passing game with Perry Orth down there. And I, I think th- this is just the thing where, as we've said, uh, it, it's going to be fluid throughout the year. And, and some, in one sense, uh, you know, the quarterback situation is, is sort of going to change as the year goes on. But in a broader sense, um, there's really nothing different. This is pretty much what we knew the situation was uh, from the beginning. You know, Perry Orth is a veteran. He's the guy that's done it before. And then these true freshmen, be it McIlwain, who's obviously still a little bit ahead of Jake Bentley, or Bentley, uh, you know, one of those guys is going to have to actually take the job and, and pass Perry Orth. So I think on the road, SEC again, it's never, ever easy, regardless of what, you know, the team did the week before. So I think it makes sense to get Perry Orth out there, start him, and, and then you get in the flow of the game and, and see what happens because there's so many variables that go into a college football game. And, and I, you know what, Perry Orth, it's not like Perry Orth played bad in the first half either. Uh, you know, the entire offense was very, very shaky. Uh, you had penalties that hurt him. You had drop passes that hurt him. Perry Orth was getting the ball out and getting the ball where it needed to go. So uh, I think, once again, there's a segment of this fan base that, that just absolutely downplays Perry Orth. And, uh, I think it's because he has a walk-on, uh, you know, or a former walk-on tag attached to his name, and uh, you know that that's hurt him. But still, I, I think this guy has earned the chance to go start another football game. What a debut for Gamecock freshman Brian Edwards, the wide receiver out of Conway, South Carolina. Had eight receptions for 101 yards in the win over Vandy last week, and Muschamp spoke very highly of him today. Also, Wes. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you could say one negative thing about the kid. You know, true freshman on the road. Uh, first time out there, 
was absolutely on fire. Had a you know had a couple of plays that he probably wants back, but really, if you if you look at this game, I don't think South Carolina wins without Brian Edwards on their side. So playmaker, mature kid, goes about it the right way. You know, can't say enough good things about Brian Edwards and what he's brought to this team. And you know, I'm I'm curious to see what he can do going forward because he's only going to get better. Wes, another player we talked extensively about this summer is Lorenzo Nunez. Nunez did not travel with the team to Nashville, so obviously he didn't play in the Vanderbilt game. Why? Well, yeah, you know, as Muschamp said, it's a situation where they only travel the guys they're going to play. Nunez is, is a kid that's learning a new position at receiver. He's behind the other guys. Muschamp actually complimented him today a good bit on, you know, his work ethic, sort of his mindset as far as taking on this new position. But I think it's just going to take time. It's one of those things where it's not a situation where a guy can just take a position and learn it immediately and get on the field. I know there's a lot of people that are saying, throw the guy out there, we want to see him play, he's wasting away, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, you have to have a base knowledge of the position. You have to be comfortable on the field to go play in these road SEC games. So people are just going to have to be patient and uh, sort of see how much Lorenzo Nunez can I guess, uh, sort of mature into that position on the field, feel more comfortable, and, and be able to actually go contribute at, at wide receiver. So right now, uh, I think it's going to be a, a little bit of a process, and, and I wouldn't expect him to be playing at wide receiver really too time, anytime too soon uh, by the fact of him not traveling to Vanderbilt. All right, got to believe Nunez can help the Gamecocks in some way in the future, but he did not travel to Nashville, and he just seems to be buried on the depth chart right now at wide receiver. So we'll continue to monitor this situation. This is Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell. You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play. To subscribe to this podcast, search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Wes, Donnell Stanley, Gamecock starting right guard, suffered an injury in the Vanderbilt game, so the offensive line had to be shuffled around a little bit. And Muschamp talked about that in today's presser also. Yeah, Donnell uh, out with a high ankle sprain, as Muschamp announced on Sunday. Uh, during his teleconference and you know a, a kid that uh, you kind of feel bad about first of all you feel bad for him because he worked so hard to get to that position where he was going to start and now he gets injured on the first play of the game uh first play of the season so obviously you feel bad for him he should be back by the bye week and, and South Carolina's got a little bit of a choice on its hands you know do you go with the offensive line that they use predominantly in that Vanderbilt game by sliding DJ Park to right guard and uh, going with Camper at right tackle. Camper played very, very well, I thought, for a, a guy who hadn't really played a whole bunch, getting inserted in there. Had a great game at right tackle. You could stick with that. Or you get Allen Knott back from suspension. He'll be available on the interior. You can plug him in at, at center. He's a veteran guy that started a bunch. Corey Helms, you could plug him in at right guard and leave D.J. Park at right tackle where he's played pretty much the entire preseason. So they've got some versatility on the offensive line. And right now, as it almost always is, the goal is to get your best players on the field. All right, Wes, Perry Orr's brother plays for South Alabama, so Perry's been in touch with his brother Evan this week to talk about Mississippi State, and you have your preview piece as well up on the Mississippi State game that will take place Saturday night, 7 o'clock kickoff. It'll be on ESPN2, and the Gamecocks got to be feeling good after the Vandy win, Wes, and see a real opportunity to get to 2-0 and this weekend. Yeah, you know, we'll see. I think that this is a matchup South Carolina can win. I think it's going to be a tough ball game. Uh, you know, just like Muschamp sort of said he told his team, I would 
I would warn the fan base not to get too caught up in the fact Mississippi State lost their opener. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think back a couple of years ago, uh, South Carolina was facing a Missouri team at home that had just, you know, was coming off a loss to Indiana. Not that it's necessarily exactly the same, but, you know, I, I think a lot of people at the time say, well, you know, they just lost to Indiana. This is a game South Carolina's going to win. Well, Mississippi State still favored by over a touchdown. They opened up as a nine-and-a-half point favorite. There is a reason for that. But I, I do think, much like the Vanderbilt game, this is going to be another fourth-quarter game. Whichever team makes the most plays at the end and makes the least mistakes at the end is probably going to find a way to win. And, and really an, an opportunity for South Carolina. I think we all know there's some tough games left on the schedule. The schedule does not, does not get easy after these first four games. So if you're South Carolina, you got to win as many as you can during this first four. The Vanderbilt game was a good start. I think we said preseason if you could split the first four, that was good. If you could go three and one, that's great. Beating Vanderbilt puts them in position to do both those things, and beating Mississippi State would put them obviously in an outstanding position to possibly go three and one through the first four. And that, uh, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but that would mean they could equal their win total from last season, you know, before a a third of the season or or with a third of the season over with. So I I think that uh, obviously a real opportunity for this team. I think nationally, SEC-wide, this isn't a game anybody's really going to be paying a bunch of attention to, to be completely honest. But as far as South Carolina building a program, keeping positive momentum, this is another big game for the Gamecocks. Outstanding, Wes. Good update today. We appreciate you, bud. All right, man. We'll talk to you next time. He's Wes Mitchell. I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.